This is the Provocateur Comedy Emergency Broadcast System. The Ram Comedy Festival Podcast. Let's have a look at what you could have won. Greetings, lockdown lovers. A very short and sweet intro from me this week because we've got an interview with an act who's quite notorious on the Midlands comedy circuit as a whole. And wherever he's performed, he's left a mark. It's more of a mental scar. But anyway, he's, he's never forgotten. We have an exclusive interview with Cocaine the Clown who'll also be playing us out with one of his uh, well-known classic tunes. But before we speak to him, here's a little taste of cocaine in action. Yeah. 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 This Hello? 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 Is that cocaine? Hello? Yes? Cocaine, the clown, brackets UK. <laughs> They're one and many, yes. Excellent. Well, welcome, Cocaine. It's it's nice that I finally finally got through to you. How are you doing? And how how are you spending your time in lockdown? And and where are you spending your time? Well, uh, I'm going to address the rumours. I do not inject bleach. Uh, that is not me. Um, I I'd like to. Use face paint to get my face white. Okay, good, good. So you you've never never touched bleach. Not on my skin. That begs the. Never mind. Moving on. Moving swiftly on. Uh, so so whereabouts um whereabouts are you and and how are you holding up during lockdown? What are you doing apart from face painting? Well, uh, I'm in my luxury yacht, which is in the middle of Burton on Trent. Nice. Nice. Is there, is there any water in the middle of Burton-on-Trent? Yes, on the River Trent. And its name, Burton-on-Trent. Oh, silly me. Silly me, of course. Uh, it's you were the... thinking of the Marmite, weren't you? I was. I was, I was thinking of yeast. Yeast is yeast. And I enjoy Ramadan. Excellent. How long have you had this uh, luxury yacht for? Uh, three days before the lockdown. Okay, that's, because... that's quite recent then. Yes, uh, you could say it was the 15th of March, 2020. Nice, nice. So how, how did you uh, come by it? Was was somebody selling or...? No, I, I stole it from them. Fair enough. Um, uh, I'm guessing, you've, well, they'd be in lockdown, so they wouldn't know. Has the uh, boat got a name or have you named it since you nicked it? It's called the Rye Smile. The Rye Smile, that's a lovely name. It is, R-Y-E, as in... Catcher in the Rye. Lovely. Well, did did you name that? Was that the name it already had? Oh, I I, I renamed it five times. Okay. What 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 were some of the others that that didn't quite make the cut? That's right. They didn't make the cut. There there was the Cockalot Surprise, named after my four three assistants. Sorry. Okay. The 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 Cockettes. I'm familiar with them. Yes, they they are very very good. There there was the uh, Trigger Happy. Uh, the other one was, of course, Alouas Pichas, which uh, was named after one of my favourite songs that I play. Alouas Pichas? Oh, right. Ah. So the, the, the seminal classic, All You Bitches. That's the one. So, um, while, we're on the, while we're on the topic of, of 
thought-provoking songs that you do perform. What um, audience reaction do you most enjoy? Because uh, because it's fair to say that once once people have seen your act, it's it's hard to forget it. <laughs> what I particularly enjoy with uh, those uh, reactions, where they are both having uh, the oxymoron of emotions. The fear and the love. The love and the fear. And the fear of the love. When I see the tears streaming down their face, I'm not sure what's caused it. Nice. Are you still there? I'm still here. I'm just... I'm, you just paint a very rich and vivid picture, Cocaine. So I'm, I'm just picturing somebody... I am using broad strokes. Very broad strokes. I'm just picturing an audience member that's halfway between death and ecstasy. Come <laughs> to the shows you experience it. Uh, so we've um, we've had some questions submitted actually for the first time uh, ever on this podcast. I know that there's been a, a few from what's fair to say the the, the cocaine fan club, uh, and also uh, some from a, uh, a a WhatsApp group that I belong to uh, of East Midlands performers and promoters who. I think fair to say most of them are familiar with with your good self and the, the fine work that you produce. Um, so, first question. This comes from uh, Tommy Tomsky. Oh, yes. I like Tommy Tomsky. He is very effective. He manages to open his mouth and the words all fall out in the correct order. High praise. So, he, uh, he, he wants to know. As well. what, what, does, what does Tommy Tomsky want to know? He, he wants to know, on a scale of... Jahard Leto and Wanking Phoenix, where do you place yourself as a prospective joker? Uh, oh, between between those two clowns, uh, uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Uh, I'd have to go, uh, I'd be more closer to Donald Trump than Joe Biden because at least I can speak and we have already established, if you've seen my act, that Donald Trump has ripped up most of my act. Uh, another question that came in was, how good are you at budgeting? Are you Pennywise? <laughs> that's that's a reference to a book, I'm sure. I, I've, I've got no idea what uh, what reference they're stabbing at, but, um, but budgeting. I'm not Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Uh, that is definitely not who I am. I... Uh, to be honest, once again, when we talk about people ripping me off, that Swedish guy, I can't remember his name, the actor who plays Pennywise the Clown, he's also ripped off my act like he ripped off that little boy's arm in the first movie. Uh, bless you, I think you sneezed. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, my sneezing sounds a lot like trying to repress a laugh. Ah, you're constipated. Yeah, well, yeah, fifty-fifty. Just trying to, I'm just trying to keep, I'm just trying to keep supplies sort of like at a nice level uh, during lockdown. You know what I mean? Just steal stuff. It's fine. True, true. I've not tried looting yet. It's okay. The police can't arrest you. They have to stay at least two meters away. How can they put handcuffs on you? <laughs> they are such idiots. Um, so going back to your um, going back to your roots, cocaine, because there's there's a lot that isn't known 
uh, about you as uh, not just not just the clown but also the man. Uh, so one, one question that came in from your fan group was when and how was Cocaine the Clown born and was there any drugs or cocks involved? Okay, so let's go back in time using the power of your imagination and my ability to spell some more words was with Honor Blackman and I was the original evil sidekick to Dr. Auric Goldfinger. Now before... We had that, makes me a little bit angry now. Before we had our job with his bowler hat frisbee, I was going to be the principal sidekick as Jib Dab the Clown. Because I had so much sherbet, it was unbelievable. And I was to ram a raspberry, not strawberry, a raspberry-flavored lollipop up James Bond's nose. And then, because... He looked cooler with his bowler hat. It made him seem more British than than myself, coming from a simple uh, land called Wales. You're Welsh. And that, Wales, yes, that's right. So the the Welshness, that's right. Taffy man, and I do like eating taffy as well. Not the river taff, no. So that is the backstory to how I came. I was so infuriated with Hollywood. And it's elitism trying to get rid of something a little bit different. And um, this is before John Wayne Gacy, you know, before all the horrible clowns, before all the horrible clowns. No, no, they didn't like that. And they made sure that they got rid of me. I was supposed to be in Goldfinger, and I was not. So do you think that started a trend of, of, of negative clown representation? Exactly. Exactly, and anti-Germans. I mean, Dr. Ulrich, he, he was German in there as well. He he was, he was. I'm, I'm still reeling at the, the revelation that you're actually Welsh. I, I had no idea. I, I don't know, I pictured no, no, you as no. Romanian. Just because I lived in Wales oh. does not mean I am Welsh. Okay, did uh, did you have any um, lingering, Is uh, any lingering resentment uh, now uh, with regards... Um, the estate of Ian Fleming, because I've, I've heard that you were, that you were actually quite good friends with him once upon a time. Well, uh, basically, I should, told him how to shake. Really? Yes. That's never touched upon in the biographies. <laughs> they tried to airbrush me out. That's why it, it kind of makes you a little bit sick, but it also gives me a, a little bit of mystique. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, the, you you were airbrushed out just because Hollywood took a took a dislike to clowns. It was it was was all to do with that and, and nothing at all to do with the fact that you were linked, although never charged, with the uh, burning down of his Jamaican home. <laughs> okay, I was linked to that, but that's because, you know, I, I discovered rum. Okay. Uh, so your, um, as, as, well as, uh, as well as your rum love and, and your, uh, your, your... Make it sound kind of rum. Rum love. Oh, that love's a bit rum, that. Uh... <laughs> All right, you're a well-known rum enthusiast. Good. Um, you're also well, quite well known for your uh, balloon modelling uh, prowess. Uh, so, where did you, um, where did you learn your skills in balloon modelling, and who was your teacher? My my skills. <sighs> There's a guy called Alice Cooper, and he went on a show called Room One Hundred One, and in Room One Hundred One. He said he did not like balloon animals. That obviously annoyed me. Mm-hmm. A man by the name of Graham Lee, he came on 
and showed a larger-than-life-size version of Alice Cooper made entirely of balloons. When I saw that, I was truly amazed. And that's what convinced me to actually spend a bit more time with this latest monarchy. What I often tell children when they ask me, where did I learn this? I always tell them prison with a bit of delight in my eyes. So that if they realize that they get things wrong, they can always learn a brand new skill at Khan College. Great. So you're, there's a hidden message of hope in you telling children that you encounter that you learnt balloon modelling in prison. Has that, has that advice ever backfired? Has anyone got the wrong end of the stick? Well, uh, that's how I get my acolytes to help steal boats. That's why I'm currently on this luxury yacht. Excellent. Uh, what uh, I meant to ask, actually, what um, what makes that yacht so luxury? What what amenities has it got? Talk us through it. Spacious doors. They're around about four feet wide and uh, seven feet tall. It's like being in a house. Nice. But a floating one. It has a hot tub uh, next to the steering wheel, mm-hmm. uh, which I say steering wheel, it's it's a steering wheel. It also has uh, a nice viewing angle, a nice height, and uh, also semi-automatic weaponry. Does it? Have you been tempted to fire anything off? Yes. Uh, eight o'clock every Thursday, without fail. That's what that booming noise is. Uh, so we've explored your your, your background, um, sort of like uh, we're going through the, the genesis of, of cocaine. In terms of performance, in terms of, you know, your, your clowning, who's your main influencers? I'd have to say uh, David Cameron. Yes, David Cameron. David, David Cameron's your main influence. I've, I, I mean, I've... I've seen you a few times. I've, I've got to be honest. I've not seen a great deal of David Cameron come through in your act. What? I don't look after any children, do I? That's true. That's true. So, what's, uh, so other than that, what, what other aspects of, of David Cameron have you brought to the fore? Uh, I don't know if he can actually play any musical instruments. What was your first gig like um, in, in front of a, a, a comedy crowd audience? Ah, I'm going to tell you one of my favourite, favourite experiences, which was not quite the first. I, I enjoy people getting up and dancing to uh, Oli Bitches. Uh, that great is, song. It's a great reaction from the audience too. But my favourite reaction was at two o'clock in the afternoon at uh, Edinburgh Football Club. <laughs> And the clown, and uh, this elderly gentleman, I would say possibly 70s, and his uh, lady friend, who looked like they had just turned up on a Tinder date, perhaps, I don't know, they were laughing. Tears were going down their faces as he shook my hand and said, it's far too blue for me at this time. And to be fair, he left with tears going down his face, and they weren't tears of shame. They were tears of laughter. They weren't tears of fear. And he didn't run. He walked casually away. 
like I was a big giant wolf, a big giant hairy wolf. But I didn't eat him. Good. Never said you did. And I didn't. <laughs> this is the first time that I've we've, I've sort of passively accused someone of cannibalism. Well, are you going to accuse me of cannibalism? Passively, yeah. Passively. Well, I'll passively deny it then. Okay. I don't know how, but uh, let's, for sake of argument, say I have not eaten anybody. Just saying if you were to, to try cannibalism, what part of the body would you go for first? I would go for the earlobes. Interesting choice. What what points you to that? Because as soon as they have their earlobes chopped off, they have lose all sense of balance, they'll experience vertigo, and they will not be able to escape. Which means if I have a taste for human flesh, I'll be able to finish off the morsels without them being able to struggle appropriately. That shows a lot of thought has been put into that. Yes, it seems that way. Are you passively accusing me again? Case rest, Your Honour. <laughs> we, shall, we shall move on to the show that you were going to be bringing to the Ram Comedy Festival before it got cancelled. You did it at, uh, at Leicester. At the Leicester Comedy yeah. Festival, just back in February, uh, so I I was um, I couldn't make it um, on both of those nights, unfortunately. But I was told that um, your uh, your assistants were particularly memorable, and this is the first time that you've had assistants. Is that right? No, really. No, I've had I have had an assistant in the past, and that was Doll the Doll. Doll Doll the Doll. That's right. Doll Doll the Doll was a doll. And she uh, had things to do. They, they were kind of fun. And it allowed me to focus on just one extra person on the delivery of everything going on. She sang along to some of the songs like Those Bastards, uh, to the tune of Ghost Bastards. And that was really good. So, uh, But I wanted something a little bit different. I wanted something uh, more exciting. And so I, I spoke... And uh, I humiliated into uh, doing for me a job. And that job was to work as a team. And I didn't quite get it right. I didn't quite get it right. But it was very, very close. Very, very close. I had my assistants. Uh, those were the sexy salted caramel. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the, uh, the awesome uh, mint Coquette. I hear he had green hair. He did have green hair and a really super high, high, high. It's the thing between the hair and the. He had the a root. really large forehead. He did. It was like three times the size of a normal person's. I wonder who he, he sounds familiar. I mean, he sounds really familiar. But uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so, so mint coquette. And who else? Uh, and uh, the very exciting. Dark coquette. No, so uh, they to uh, present this game tonight mm -hmm. in something which people could enjoy and join in, and people joined in because it was so much fun. Now, it was with my assistants. We had uh, with uh, Salted Caramel. He was the Tin Man. Mint was Scarecrow. 
and dark was the cowardly tiger. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously me, Dorothy, we, we managed to have a yellow brick toad moment. It was just beautiful. And it, I would say at the Leicester Comedy Festival, at the Knights and Garter, it was 98% there. It needed more control with the assistants because they were really good. Um, I had positive feedback from all of them for different things. Mm-hmm. The different things, the the playfulness of Dark, <laughs> amazing. The the confidence of Mint, as he just managed to do what I wanted him to do, and the just the exciting settings where people gambled. They gambled to find out who would win in these particular items, and they were real bragging rights, real bragging rights, so and what, they were won. So what what was what was won? What were the prizes? The, uh, uh, to pull chocolate out of a uh, used potty. Okay. Uh, alcohols as well. And, uh, of course, and this was this was the exciting thing, uh, a balloon model of, uh, well, a balloon model. Uh, saying a balloon model means nothing. Perhaps if you had a picture of a balloon model. I'll send a picture of a balloon model so, you can, so that people can see what they could have won. Literally, the name of this show Literally, you could have won. There yeah. were so many different things that uh, that were involved. There was the coins, chocolate coins. There was uh, had lots of packets of hot chocolate. All options were on the table. That was one of the jokes. <laughs> there, there's so much stuff going on. I, I managed to cram in to. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm quite surprised you haven't heard about the fiasco of day one. Of the show, what, what uh, happened? We might want to go and discuss that in a moment. What but happened? There was so much, so much thing. People were enjoy and Monopoly. People couldn't believe they could play Monopoly so fast and win or lose. Are you still there? I am. I'm. I am. I'm, I so the the fiasco of day one. What happened? It brings. If I was to tell you, I had to send out mint to go shopping. Okay. Because I had neglected to bring with me several props. Oh, I forgot to tell you, there's loads of magic as well. Mm-hmm. But I forgot to bring several props. You know, the, uh, we discussed it right at the beginning. I like to wear face paint. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any face paint. Oh. We didn't have the masks for the first game. And we didn't have time to go back and get the stuff. My car was filled I have a tank. That's the size of my car. That's an unusual choice for a clown car. Have you painted it up clown-like? Yes. It tells people how to book me. Wonderful. Wonderful. Does it still have the gun on the front? It's uh, a party cannon. That's what I tell the police. It's fine. Right. Okay. Okay, that's, that's one hell of a party popper. Well, that's to be expected from a clown of my ilk and nature. Good. So, let's go back to what I sent Mint for. Yeah, what, so what, what did you send him out for? What did he have to go and get? Whilst I was having a nervous breakdown, I told him to go and find out if he could get any form of face paint from that place called Sainsbury's. And he did not disappoint. He came back with some Crayola crayons felt tip crayons 
Good. They were definitely they were definitely felt tips, not sharpies. Felt tips. That's right. No, I had some uh, sharpies, and I wasn't prepared to do that uh, for my uh, willing assistance because I needed them for the following day. Mm-hmm. If if we weren't working the following day, then I might have resorted to sharpies. Right. But, but you know, I do have some respect for my assistants. Good. Good. Unlike Joe Biden. Unlike, anyway, unlike who? Joe, sorry, you dipped out. Joe Biden. Unlike Joe Biden. Yeah, the Tower uh accusation. Okay, well, that's, that's one to Google. Twenty-seven after. years ago. Twenty-seven years ago. <laughs> you, you're very well informed on this, Copy. Yes. I'm, I'm impressed. This is this is one to Google one that once the podcast is over. <laughs> you could do that. But why waste your time? Okay, this is supposed to be for entertainment. All right, okay. okay. So, so the um, so it's games night, and talk us through some of the games that were part of the show. I'm going to finish up talking about colouring in each other's faces. All right, okay. So let's let's finish off talking and colouring in people's faces, then talk about the games. Well, that's what we did. We coloured each other's faces. It was. Uh, to say it was shambolic or it was butchered to pieces is accurate. I came onto the stage, people seemed to be enjoying themselves, and I clearly wasn't. Now, there was a touch of schadenfreude. My assistants tried to comfort me, but it was it was a nightmare. I did not enjoy it. I was not on full pittance. And so I learned... The most important thing that I take with me, regardless of anything else, is my face paint. If I don't have the face paint, then I can't pay the rent. Even though I don't need rent because I've got a stolen luxury yacht. Good. That's a lesson for us all. Okay, games. You want to know the games? We had so many games. Please, yeah, tell us. What games? Tell us about the games. Well, we had uh, Channel 5 does uh, The Masked Singer. Okay. And that was so. It's exactly what it sounds like, where uh, people in the audience were allocated uh, teams or names. So we had those uh, four individuals, and they played. They were very good. I'm having a drink of rum. Hang on a moment. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need another bottle. Uh, we played some songs to actually give clues. So. Uh, Originally, I was going to get uh, salted caramel to uh, do a Sam Fox cover. A, w- a but, what cover? Uh, Sam Fox. Sam Fox cover. Yeah, yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, so we, he ended up uh, doing a cover of uh, Kasabian, which which was good. For guess, saying you're in Leicester, that's good, good, good shout. Yeah. Uh, when we did a uh, preview in Birmingham 645EA, that's the Hollybush Ale House, it's a, the Hollybush Art Centre. Art Centre, uh, yes. Uh, the the favourite for them was uh, Dark singing a Carly Minogue cover, and then Mint stole it away with the audience joining in with the hand-dancing to his cover of a particular Prince song. And it was awesome. It was proper awesome. It worked both nights. It was brilliant. 
fact, actually, all the games were both nights, but I didn't really work first night. Second night was beautiful. And we were going to make it better. We were going to make this so good that you would be crying tears of blood and still be smiling with it. So, that's, after that's that, good. Yeah, and I, 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 I started the game by uh, wearing a cardboard box in my head. It, it, it's part of the experience. So the games we included was uh, we we've got so many games. But guess who? That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chat was my favourite. This was ones where people actually betted on. Uh, this was think of Australian rules chess meets uh, the gladiators. That's if you can imagine that you've got it. Trying, trying to. Okay, I think I've given you enough imagination time there. So gladiators when they stood on the little pedestals and they've got those big sticks that's speed chess ah right with you with you uh my favorite uh <laughs> to be honest there's so many good things in here uh you stank my battle shit nice um, that was uh with the audience choosing where we were going to uh stab uh the coquette uh, alex i'm going to tell you right now it was mint and uh, Dark, who were the bit, the, the oh, victims, what is it? Uh, volunteers, that's volunteers. right. Volunteers, okay. <laughs> victims and volunteers, they sound so simple. They're supposed to begin with the letter B. Uh, this rum is great. <laughs> uh, we had um, salted caramel with Operation. Mm-hmm. We had Monopoly, and we had the great British drink-off, which was great. We also, oh, there's so many things that we did. Uh, there was the, uh, that's just to give you a, a little flavor of the things that we did. It, just a little flavor. Very varied and fast paced. Very fast paced. You were not left bored. Good. Good. I, um, I, I heard a, I heard a rumor that, that Mint, um, went to the gents straight afterwards. With his uh, makeup still on, and freaked out a member of the audience even further when he came out of the uh, urinals. He sure did. That was hilarious. Uh, the, the, he was genuinely petrified. Bless. I'm not talking about Mint. I'm talking about the audience member. He had no idea what was going on. Uh, have you heard from the um, from the coquette since? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, and they they are looking forward to they were looking forward to joining up again for the ram comedy festival 2020 mm-hmm. which is sadly postponed till 2021 mm-hmm. and it's going to be fun we're going to inc- include more stuff so it's more the cohesive glue so it'll all fall apart if only one of them decides not to turn up so no, no pressure on them exactly mm. It's as simple as that. So, uh, what what else do you want to know? I can uh, give you more information. Uh, well, I mean, that's 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 the uh, we've got the gist of of the the show that you were going to bring. Um, that there is the, you are sorry. Port, port means left. It's got the four, same four letters. Left. Good. Starboard right. That's as the way you remember. Good. Uh, uh, have you always had these nautical terms at hand, or is it just since you've nicked a boat? 
Since I need to book. Oh, good, good. Um, there's one thing that I've I, I, I always wanted to... No, there's, there's a couple of questions that we'll finish off with. Um, firstly, um, you're called Cockane the Clown, brackets UK. Um, yes. Does this, does this mean that there's an American equivalent? We've already discussed that. It is Donald Trump. Fair enough. Okay. But no, what you are, but your real question, you've asked the question subtly wrong. It should be, is it syndicated? And the idea is it's supposed to be. Uh, so I'm expecting to have lots of money from people pretending to be me. Right. Like a, like a franchise. Exactly. You've been franchised. Okay. So has any money come in from the franchising? I'm going to tell you uh, figuratively and literally no. But uh, it's there just in case. It's there just in case. You know, you know when you're a member of a car share, you always put your seatbelt on. Doesn't mean you're going to have an accident. No. It's just there. Okay, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, and finally... Um... A question I don't I've been... think it's really... well, no. I think I think we can have this out for another half an hour. Quite possibly, yeah, quite possibly. Um, the the question that I uh, end on w- with most of the people that I talk to is, um, how are your supplies of toilet roll? Loads. I've got loads. I, I, I basically I wash them after using them. It's it's a simple simple fact of life. After all, they're, they're going to recycle them. You know, just wash it. And make it a little bit more softer. So uh, what I'd like to use is Lenore because it has a little oh, and, and sometimes comfort. It brings it smell nice. And how's your supplies of Lenore and comfort? Surprisingly low. Okay, okay. What would be the uh, first thing you do when lockdown is over? Invade uh, Swansea. And on that note, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll. Bring that to a close. Um, good luck to you, yourself, Cocaine, and, and good luck to Swansea. Well, uh, Swansea needs all the help. Uh, I, I, you've watched Twin Town, but the most important reason is because I want to invade the DVLA. I want to own the DVLA. That is my goal. That's that's one thing I wish I thought you'd ask. What is my goal as it being a clown? And it's to own the DVLA. Yes, I, I need to own it completely. Wholesale. Well, keep us posted. <laughs> if, if you wish. So, uh, any questions you'd like to ask me now? We're, um, I think we've, we, we, we'll leave it there, but Cocaine, thank you very much for your time. You are very welcome, and I'll send you a nice little model tank in the post. Of the Ram Comedy Festival podcast... Let's have a look at what you could have won. Featuring special guest Cocaine the Clown. Cocaine is now going to play us out with a live session version of his seminal hit Chin Chiller. And also going to show why the live lounge does things in person and not over the phone. <laughs> I have the hamster, I have the tube, 
It's made of cardboard. I have the lube. Chinchilla, chinchilla, to you I am Godzilla. Chinchilla, uh, I'm saying to you. Body fella. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, Mr. Alex. Because I sure did. And remember, don't really steal boats. It's piracy. Piracy is bad. You could be walking a plank. And there's a punchline that goes with that, but you know what? You can fill in the blanks. While I fill in the planks. You've been listening to an exclusive on, well, look at what you could have won with Alex Lean. Transmission ends.